Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Make sure you're listening anywhere you get podcasts, and you can listen to the entire My Little Underground archive over at PeterARadio.com, including two playlists that I updated over the holidays, Little Ass Songs and Long Ass Songs. And you can sign up for the monthly My Little Underground newsletter also over at PeterARadio.com. It's a brand new year, and you know what that means for My Little Underground. The first show of the year, 2022 anticipated. We talk about, or I talk about, there's no weed, there's no other person here that I know of. You know, my door is closed and I think I'm the only one in my apartment now. So it's only me talking about stuff that I'm anticipating for the new year. And there's a whole lot to talk about. So not going to waste any time with pointless small talk. And we don't do small talk here on My Little Underground. It's just big talk. Alt-J. First album in four years. The Dream. Coming out February 11th. There's a whole lot of albums coming out in February 11th that we'll get to. But Alt-J. Right? 2017 was her last album, The Relaxer. Hated it. Didn't think it was good at all. Everything that I liked about the band was gone. You know, they, they, they're known for having a very cinematic aura to their albums. It was totally gone on Relaxer. It was very disjointed. It didn't feel like a cohesive project whatsoever. But this new album, I think, I'm very excited for. Now, I don't think I know. I liked the teasers. The Get Better and You and Me. Very radio-ready, very catchy songs, but how Alt, what Alt-J's done in the past, you know, they'll share a very radio-ready, catchy tune, but the beef, the meat and potatoes of the album are full of rich, gorgeous tunes, so I'm very excited to see what they're going to do this time around. New album, The Dream, February 11th. Now, the same date, Spoon is coming out with their 10th album, Lucifer on the Sofa. And uh, Britt Daniels says, with the first single, Hardest Cut, that it's ZZ Top inspired. That worries me. Why? I'm not a fan of ZZ Top. And also, sorry, excuse me. I'm not a huge fan of bands that lean too heavy on a certain element of the past. When they never really did... In the past. Let me give you an example. Um, Spoon's last two albums, right? Hot Thoughts and They Want My Soul. Were steps in a new direction of their sound. Now listen, let me just say. Every band has influences. You can hear who somebody's influenced by just listening to them. That's not a bad thing at all. Not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that Spoon, at least the last decade of their career has been reinventing themselves, trying things they've never tried before, exploring new sounds, especially on Hot Thoughts, adding a little bit of uh, you know electronic influences into their sound, which I appreciated. And it didn't take anything away from Spoon. It was still what you loved about Spoon, or what you hated about Spoon. I don't know. But it's what I loved about Spoon. And same with They Want My Soul. I just hope they don't lose that with this new record. Because I don't like when, uh, you know... I don't know, man. Especially when it comes to, like, 70s radio rock, when that comes in. I don't know, man. I'm just not a fan of that, pulling from that. You know, we can we can do better here. Um, 
But who's to say? I can't say that Britt Daniel is. You know, that's who he's inspired by. So fine, whatever. Uh, but I will say, hardest cut is a great tune. I like it. You know, I love the you know the raw chugging riffs. You know, they they don't really do that that often. So I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do um, with the full album. You know, because all we got is Caesars, right? So I can't really fully judge until I hear the whole album. But I'm really excited because I love Spoon. Um, and they're one, of, they're one of the crop of bands that have been around so long that still make good music. I think that is an amazing trend that's not talked about enough. You know, like Foo Fighters last year um, with Medicine at Midnight, they've been around almost 30 years. You know, Dave's been in music longer. You know, he started on punk bands in the early 80s. So, dropping out of school. And he's still, they're still making good music, at least to me. So, I think Spoon is in that crop. And very excited for Spoon. And we're going to stay in this, Feb- this special February 11th date with one of my favorite bands in the last few years. And I'm talking about Empath out of Philly. They announced Visitor February 11th, their sophomore album, following up the very critically acclaimed Active Listening Night on Earth from 2019. I absolutely loved this album when it came out. I listened to it so many times because, one, I don't think it's a secret um, but I am very partial to noise pop influences. I love that. I love the mixture of raw, noisy, feedback, fuzzy guitars with ethereal vocals. But there's they're catchy tunes. I love it. History of Apple Pie, Beverly, um, Sunny Day in Glasgow. Um, of course, Jesus and Mary Chain, A Place Very Strangers. I love stuff like that. It warms my heart. Parakeet is another one. Um, and Empath do it very well because they have like a punk core to their music. And then they have this ethereal, noisy sweetness. And uh, the teaser tracks are all of that. Born a Hundred Times and Di- Diamond Eyelids. These are two tunes that just say that they're so good that I just pure the... Like, in 2021, like, buying an album before you hear it is like... It's such a crazy concept because you have everything at your fingertips whenever you want it. You know, Spotify is just, the music's just there, streaming services, it's just there. At You know what I mean? You don't have to, you know, generally speaking for the general public, you don't have to buy the album to listen to it. You just wait till it comes out and listen to it then. This is why the whole pre-save concept that bands put some bands put out is so stupid. It's so dumb. Like, I don't understand that concept, but... Whatever, that's another show for another day or whatever. Um, but yeah, Empath, the, the songs are so good. They're so noisy and catchy and raw and energetic and chaotic. I just had to pre-order the album right away, and I'm, I'm a big fan. So looking forward to this new album. And also, I have to say, you know, I don't know how this album's going to turn out. My belief is that's going to be good. But the one thing I've noticed over the last few years... Lots of promising acts put out a very promising first album. And then the second album, they either they get more popular and they just steer right into the bland. They make the most bland music possible. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened to this very uh, promising act that put out an album that sounded like nothing else? And I don't know. It's been too many bands. Uh, and, and solo acts have just been putting out the most blandest music following up a very promising first album. 
I don't think Empath is going to be in that camp. I'm really excited about this. They still have that... You know, it seems like they, they don't want to fit in, so to speak. Even though they, they've signed to a big label like Fat Possum, which is awesome, by the way. Um, really looking forward to this album, really. I really believe in Empath. Animal Collective. They, they announced their 11th album, The Skiffs, February 4th. I'm going to make sure I'm not losing my mind. I'm going to double check if that's the name of this album. I, I put together everything for this show, like, let's see. Uh, before the holidays, so I want to make sure I wasn't like half asleep. Let me see. An album Animal Collective. I'm looking at so I'm making sure I'm right. Yeah. It, it, oh, Time Skiffs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> see, I was I was half asleep when I was putting uh, the show together. Time Skiffs is the brand new album Animal Collective, February fourth. Now I have to say, you know, there's really only one. Animal Collective album that I really like, and that's Meriwether Post Pavilion. I think uh, most people can probably agree. Some might say Strawberry Jam, but uh, I really like Panda Bear, but even Panda Bear, like, well, Panda Bear has two albums I really like. But I have to say, like, these albums, I mean, the teaser for, for, uh, for this new Animal Collective album is really, they're really good. You know, Walker and Prester John, this is some of their best stuff in, in a long time. Uh, like I really like Walker. Walker is just amazing. It's groovy, has this very confident rhythm with some stellar harmonies, which is one of the best things about the groups, especially if you go back and listen to Meriwether Post Pavilion. A lot of really cool vocal harmonies going on there. And what's really cool about Animal Collective, and one of the reasons why I'm bringing them up, is because they are doing a show, hopefully COVID settles a little bit, they're going to be at Brooklyn Steel with Lorraine. March 12th. That's awesome. I think that's so cool. I, I've seen Lorraine tweet. You know, she has love for Animal Collective. She likes Animal Collective. Um, But when you hear her music, like, you hear, okay. Alright, there's a lot of, like, cool, weird vocal soundscapes. and uh, Vocal samples and other soundscapes that Animal Collective does. And th- these, are only, these are not the two acts that do it. But, like, them doing a show together makes sense. It, it's, it's, a good, it's a good fit, I think. So that's going to be an awesome show. Hopefully that doesn't get canceled. Hopefully people get fucking vaccinated and test regularly so we can actually go to shows. Please. My idea. Former guests on My Little Underground. Um, they're a super group. We got Pal Berta's Lily Konigsberg and Water From Your Eyes Nate Amos. Um, it's This is really cool because you have two critically acclaimed acts coming together to make magic. And they put out their That's My Idea EP. Hardly Art in uh, 2021. And when they were on My Little Underground together, they teased, they didn't tease, they outright told me they have a full-length album coming with Hardly Art. So that's coming. There's no specific date on that yet, but that's coming, which I'm very excited for because this EP is extraordinary. It's so good. You know, the, the sounds are so sparse and there's a lot of different things going on. Like to the... So, you know, I guess you can, if you're just listening to it at face value, you can say, okay, yeah, it's incon- inconsistent. There's a lot of different sounds that just change direction. Like one sa- one song can be very, uh, have a country twain to it. And the next can be some, you know, like a club friendly dance tune. But I think it works for them. You know, if you're familiar with Nate Amos' work on Water From Your Eyes, it's just that. It's a similar thing. There's these catchy 
well, it's a different kind of like duality. Like there's very catchy pop melodies and there's the instrumentation is just chaotic. But my idea is not like that, but it's there's just a lot of different ideas on one little project. So I want to see how that can work on a full-length album. So really looking forward to my idea. Don't have a concrete date yet. I don't think anybody does, but um I'm looking forward to it. Kelly Moonstone. You got to talk about Kelly Moonstone. Who is Kelly Moonstone? Well, I'm telling I'm telling you. The Aphrodite is the artist formerly known as the Aphrodite. And she was on My Little Underground way back, 2018. I think she was like my fifth guest ever. One of the coolest interviews I did. She is so talented and very creative. And I'm so glad she reinvented herself. You know, you know, I think Kelly Moonstone is a really good name. And Kelly is her, her real first name. And I think it, it, it has a good ring to it. So, And she's working on some new stuff. She taught herself how to make beats. Um, and I'm really looking forward to what she has cooked up. Um, she, again, like she teased me music on social media and she made her first guest appearance as Kelly Moonstone on Lord Jamonti's Beautifully Black album. Um, she spit a verse on a few songs, but the one to note is Tried Your Best. She spit a crazy verse on there. So I'm greatly anticipating what, uh, Kelly Moonstone has in store. For 2022, she teased on uh, Instagram that spring 2022, we should be looking forward to, or, uh, you know, getting ready for some new uh, Kelly Moonstone tunes. Let's talk about Felicia Douglas. And you may know Felicia, Ava Luna, Gemma, Dirty Projectors. Um, Over the last few years, she's been releasing some solo material. And uh, since about 2020, she is essentially release an album's worth of material with singles here and there on Bandcamp. And my favorites are 2020's Ready for Your Miracle and Continuation. And, you know, the last month of 2021, around November, she put out Acting Like. So, and then if you follow her on Twitter, she is, she always says, yeah, I'm writing new songs. Same on Instagram. Wrote a new song today. So, hopefully, we get a proper... Solo album or EP from Miss Felicia Douglas. A Place Very Strangers. They announced a new album, See Through You, February 4th, following up 2021's Hologram EP. Now, these two, release, these two releases are very important because A Place Very Strangers has a brand new lineup with John and Sandra Fedowitz of Ceremony East Coast. And I had to say, you know, listening to the EP and the teasers of the new album, they sound great together. Now... I wasn't able to go to their EP release show at Bowery Ballroom on, in September because I was, <laughs> me and my brother had uh, AEW tickets from March 2020. Uh, the, the show got rescheduled many times because of COVID, so we finally got a chance to go. So I had to use those tickets. But um, I think that since Play Space Strangers announced a brand new album, you know what's coming. A new show, and that's exactly a new New York show because they've been touring all over the world. Um, this year. They're going to be at Music Hall Williamsburg March the 4th. Now, um, Hold On Tight is probably my favorite single from the album so far because it's loud, noisy, catchy, energetic, and danceable. Um, it is what you would expect from a place very strange, but to me, this is exactly like the definition of return to form because the last, their last album, you know, it wasn't 
it still had like that, you know, fury and forward momentum. But it didn't have like a lot of like it wasn't totally completely noisy like you would expect from them. Um, there was a lot of energy though, which is still good. But like this time around, it's still it's crazy. There's a lot more fuzz and it's it's a little grosser, you know, like their earlier work, which I like, which is great. Looking forward to the Play Space Rangers, Play Space Rangers new album, See Through You, February fourth, and hopefully if COVID, you know, calms down, March fourth, Music Hall of Williamsburg. Now let's go down to Nashville for Twin. Um, this is the, the group of Jane Fitzsimmons and Ian Jones. And for a while, they've been teasing new music on Instagram, including building their, their house tour van, which is awesome. It is gorgeous. Like, I would live in that. It's really, really cool. They put out a brand new single late last year, Ha Ha Home. It's beautifully arranged. And it has the classic... The, the cla- what do you know from Twin? You know, rich folk-like guitars and uh, fantastic ethereal vocal arrangements from uh, Jane Fitzsimmons. And her range is out of this world. I love her vocals. They're, they're awesome. Um, and they did promise uh, more music in 2022, which is amazing. Amazing. I'm so excited. And the thing is about Twin, uh, when they were on My Little Underground a few years ago, they they said you know we're we're making twin music, and it's gonna what we do now it's probably gonna be totally totally different from what we're gonna do next, and it, it's partially true, because their first album Awestruck was you know very uh, ethereal guitar pop stuff, and this time around it's still that but it's um you know how do I it's it's different but it's like okay this is still twin, but um. They are trying out new ways to arrange songs. It's not just, you know, um, vocals you can't understand. They're just, you know, it's just cloudy just to be cloudy. But it's like, there's, a, there's like really good like song structure here. Um, and uh, again, like the vocals are just gorgeous. So I really, I'm really excited to see what um, their, uh, the new twin music is going to sound like. Now... We're going to go down to Florida for Artisan P and his Centronella Room label. And on My Little Underground, Artisan P says he himself is working on his own full-length album. And a producer on his label, Late Show Host, is coming out with a full-length album. And I highly, highly recommend listening to the Split EP with Buster Wolf, Some Oranges. These uh, instrumentals are full enough. To, ha- to not have rappers over them. The songs are that complete, in my opinion. They are instrumentals, and yes, they can serve, you know, if you're just leaving it in the background, but they're really good tunes. Um, and the vinyl is coming out in January. It's shipping out, uh, yeah, this month. So, can't wait to get my own copy, because, yeah. I- and it makes me excited to see what else uh, Citronella Room has coming. Um, and there's also, if you want to get to know more about the artists on Centronella Room, there's a Spotify playlist too. So yeah, check that out. Um, and I have to say about like producers, you know, cause if you, if you listen to like Jay Dilla's Donuts, right? That's one of the most, like any like big, big time hip hop fan will tell you like, yeah, Jay Dilla's Donuts, one of the greatest albums ever. There is not one rap uttered on that album. And if you listen to like a lot of the popular rap tunes now, um, the to me the producer is the star 
there. The best part of a lot of these songs is the production. Like, let's take, for example, Jadakiss, right? You, you take away his beat. He, like, he himself is, like, a really good rapper, right? You know what I'm saying? But a lot of, a lot of these guys are on the radio right now. You take away their beats and they have nothing. It's true. It's true. And then if you look at artists like take Homeboy Sandman, right? If is if if you go see him live and like, you know, his DJ loses power, he's gonna rock acapella because he's that good. You know what I mean? Like, so like there's a lot of producers, like a lot of popular producers right now, a lot of beat makers now, should put out more instrumental albums because you're kind of why people listen to a lot of this stuff, you know. So. This is my two cents on that thing. Let's see. What else we have here? Oh, man. Oh, man. Combo Chimbita. New York-based Afro-Caribbean tropical psychedelic outfit. Announced their third album, um, Ire. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, January 28th. Teaser tracks on here. Remarkable. Especially Memoria. It has this, uh, this essence of a... Uh, a danceable, multi-part, psychedelic experience. It's really a joy to listen to. Um, there's a lot of fluttering, high-pitched synths that sound like, you know, a piccolo towards the second half of the song. Really good stuff. And again, if COVID takes a vacation or goes away, April 4th, they're going to be at Elsewhere Hall in Brooklyn with their great Lido Pimienta. Oh my God, people. Please get boosted. Please get vaccinated. Test regularly so this show can happen. Please, I need to see this happen. Oh my god, Lito Pimienta and Combo Chibita, my god. That is a show. That is a show. And if you haven't seen Combo Chibita and you live in New York, oh my god. That's a homework assignment for you in 2022 to see these people live. Well, but, you know, the way things are going, it doesn't look like... Then it's not going to be any shows for a while. So hopefully... That won't be the case by April, so I can see this show happen. Okay, I'm going to talk to you guys about a band um, that that makes very, very cheesy, cheesy, the cheesiest music. Well, not the cheesiest. I shouldn't say that. Uh, I remember I was coming back from Manhattan once, and my good friend Connor Rooney, you may know him, he, was, he does... The midterms and final shows with me here at My Little Underground. Um, and uh, he sent me this band on the train. He's like, yeah, it kind of sounds like White Reaver. And I listen to it. I'm like, this, eh, not really. But there's some, there's some like, you know, some of their riffage is, is, is similar. But uh, they announced their debut album, Backhand Deals. It's coming February 25th. Now, I have to say, yeah, the songs are very cheesy. They really are. But they're so goddamn catchy. They are so incredibly catchy. They, they can be like top 40 singles. Like, they're that catchy. Um, especially songs like Yourself and New Age Millennial Magic. Again, the cheesiest songs. Oh my god. I mean, New Age Millennial Magic kind of makes me cringe just a little bit. It really, it really, it really does. But I, I can't. These songs are really, really catchy. They really are. I'm really excited to see how these songs will come together on a full-length project. Um, but man, again, <laughs> they are so cheesy. You might cringe a little bit. You just might. Um, but again, you know, it's her first album. 
you know? So let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see. Um, buzzard, buzzard, buzzard. Backhand deals February 25th. Back to New York, we have Lunarette. Um, they have been following up with their Claridane Lunarette EP with a series of one-off singles in 2021. And recently, they put out um, Aislamiento, which is Spanish for isolation. Um, so, And this song is amazing. It's so good. So hopefully, we get another EP or a full-length album, because they were on My Little Underground, and they I think they talked about an album that's coming. So I'm ready whenever... Little Red is ready, and of course, when if they come out with a new album, they'll be right back on My Little Underground to talk about it. Love that band. I really believe in them. Um, so looking forward to whatever they... If they just put out singles for the rest of 2022, I'd be cool with that. Maybe they'll do what the Ravenettes did in um, 2020, uh, 2016. They put out a single every month of the year, and then at the beginning of 2017, it all came together as a full-length album. Great idea. I thought it was so cool. And all the songs are good too. So maybe Little Red would do something like that. We don't know. Okay, last, but certainly not least, we have the legendary Delta Blues legend, Sunhouse. Um, there was a show that he did at uh, Wabash College in uh, Crawfordsville, Indiana on November 23rd, 1964. This was recorded but never released. And Dan Erbach of the Black Keys and his label Easy Eye Sound purchased the master tape from Sun's manager, Dick Waterman, and he's going to release it as an album, Forever On My Mind, March 18th. I think this is fantastic. Um, this is probably one of the best music news I've seen on the internet um, towards the later half of 2021. Because um, a, a lot of this... I think it's so cool, like, a lot of this uncharted, never-released, blue Delta Blue stuff um, that's just been, like, covered forever, you know, hopefully, like, a lot of this stuff gets released, you know, because I like what Jack White said, he's like, no album should ever be out of print, you know, which is great, but, like, I think, um, you know, listen, if some people don't want, like, like, an artist like Prince or Michael Jackson or, you know, they have stuff that never released for a reason. Because they just didn't believe in it. And we have, you know, like, especially Michael Jackson's estate putting out, you know, that Escape album that came out a few years ago that was not very good because it was songs he never wanted to release. But with these Delta Blues guys, especially like Junior Kimbrough, um, he recorded songs in the 60s and it didn't come out until like 2009. I think that's like, that's a, that's painful, you know. So I'm glad that like Dan Arabak, um is getting these songs out there. And um, I'm glad that a white man is doing this, is, you know, making sure we all know the rich history of the music that he's playing, that he's made a living off of, and um, and how, you know, again, like how crucial Delta Blues is and how crucial these black bluesmen are to modern music. And he bought a lot of tapes from um, Sunhouse's manager because is uh what's his name uh dick waterman he managed a lot of other blues people that dan has purchased some tapes from so we're gonna let it get a lot of um unreleased blues material from easy eye sound in 2022 so i'm really excited about that so yeah at least it looks like the first quarter of uh 2022 
looks like to be a very exciting year for music. You know, I love doing this show every year because, you know, I come off of the previous year wrapping up everything and I started looking forward to things. I'm, I love that I have stuff to look forward to, musically speaking, um, every year. I think it's great. And these, like, the first 2020, the first, you know, anticipated show I did was for 2020. And I, I didn't have a whole lot to talk about. And this year, I have a lot more to talk about. Um, in 2021, there was a lot to talk about, too. and Because I, I did four of them. I did, f- like, four or five uh, uh, anticipated uh, shows last year. So, hopefully, we get them a lot more. Um, so, lots of music to come out. Lots of music to get excited about. Uh, this has been My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Follow me on the socials at MLUPod. Visit my website, PeterAradio.com, for My Little Underground archives, playlists, uh, archives of my Mixcloud show, Peter A Radio. And, of course, you can sign up for my newsletter, at PeterAradio.com. All right? Later days. Mm-hmm.